some parents admit their faults, some don't. Some remedy the same situation, some don't. What choice you make, that is totally up to you. On today's episode called An Honest Conversation, I'm going to be having a conversation with a frequent guest on my podcast. It's obviously unfiltered because it's obviously (laughs) unfiltered as always. And I'm going to be talking with this guest about their experience with me, their experience with their own mom, and giving some advice to uh, parents who may or may not be getting along with their children, um, certain conversations and what to do to potentially heal the situation. Um, we're also going to be going into when's a good time to resolve and when's a good time to dissolve and whatever choice people decide to make because I did pre-record um, the other episodes. So I recorded this after. Um, whatever decision anyone has made was for the best of anybody. It doesn't mean that, you know, there's any uh, hatred or anything. Um, it just means that sometimes people go their separate ways, but the episode will definitely be beneficial to everyone. So before we continue, here's the intro. It's Avi, bitch. Welcome to the Avi Unfiltered Podcast with your fabulous, blunt, I'll never give a fuck host, Avishai L, national best-selling author of The Power of Why book, holistic health coach, certified raw food educator, and spiritual healer, teaching women, professional and entrepreneurial, how to get rid of stress through nutrition and lifestyle in 90 days, utilizing my six-step each stress away method. Now, if you heard holistic health and you think you're going to hear about blueberries and eat those sides and shit well you'll hear about that too but let's face it sesquiterpenes and vetiver essential oil and cedarwood or the anti-helicobacter and sulforaphane compounds and broccoli are not the only things that are going to help you deal with your shitty ass boss at work your stressful life and or underlying traumas so we are going to tackle it all you will be immersed in the mental physical emotional and spiritual aspects of life discover how to deal with personal interdependent and interpersonal relationships of all kinds let's make crazy look sane every fucking tuesday yay and throw them smoothies and green juices back one time I'm here with a frequent guest. Um, You've seen her or heard her on the podcast. She's lost over 200 pounds. She's a holistic health coach, Uh, not really coaching at the moment, um, but she's been on WTNH. She's been in First for Women magazine. She's been on uh, Dr. Furman's Eat to Live cookbook broadcast up on YouTube. I will link that in the show notes. She is Sahar. L and she's here. Um, she's going to be talking about, well, first welcome her to the Avi Unfiltered podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Peaceful greetings to everyone. And by the way, I will be um, starting my health coaching up again. Okay. So she's here on the podcast. It's just, um, she's going to be sharing her experience with her mom, um, her experience with me. Um, as well as a continuation from last week's uh, episode um, with her own 
um, her own experience that she's had um, with me as well. So it's just going to be an honest, uh, open conversation uh, between the both of us. So last week I was telling everybody about my experience with um, mast cell leukemia. And I had mentioned that I had told you about uh, possibly looking for a casket for me. Do you remember that conversation? Yes, I do. And what was your reaction to it? Um, I tried to tell you, well, not tried, but I told you, excuse me, not to um, think along those terms. And I know you were suffering at the time. Um, and it's, it's difficult when somebody's suffering to not think in that manner. But I was trying to, you know, get you to think more positively and let you know that this is just something, this is a trial right now and you're, you know, you was going to make it through it. Um, what was your, what was going through your brain at that time? What was your thought process? Well, as a mother, you hate to see your child suffer um, and hate to see your child going through certain situations. So um, what was going through my brain was to try to, not try, I hate keep saying try, but to come up with possible um, a game plan to where you could begin to feel better, to where you can begin to um, become more, um, to strengthen yourself and to just get on the road to recovery. So that, that was my mindset. Um, if did at any point, did you think I was going to die at any point? No, I never, that thought never entered into my, um, my mind. Even though it looked like I was. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, everything that seems to, you know, we walk by faith, not by sight. So you don't let what appears to be a certain way to influence how you go about your life. You can't look at a situation in the natural. You have to look at it from a supernatural, a spiritual aspect knowing that you have a plan and a purpose on this earth plane and your purpose and the plan was not fulfilled so I didn't think along those lines yeah yeah well she she was there um taking care of me as you know we're I'm very unfiltered you know if you see us online on Instagram, it's emojis and it's a lot of, you know, support and uplifting, but you know, I've had, we haven't had the greatest relationship throughout the, the entire year. However, I will say and admit that my mom has been there for me, you know, especially throughout everything really. Um, and I think part of that is probably, probably the issue um, at times because she's always there, always has been around and always has been in my life. It's not really been too much of a, a break, you know, from each other, especially having a close knit relationship. You know, I really didn't have a dad. So, you know, there was my, my mom. And like I said, she's been like one of the main um, caretakers when, you know, I've been sick, but you know, we've had our share of not getting along. So I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, we're just a ball of, of fun. As you've heard in the past episode too, she's, she's, you know, what do you have to say about that mom? 
Yeah, well, we certainly clash at times um, for various reasons, different perspectives, different viewpoints on a lot of things, um, but not saying we don't love each other because we do, but as you stated, sometimes there needs to be time away from each other because the, there are times when it can be, you know, the, the, the it can be, you, you irritate each other. So, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's what happens. And um, it, you know, it just boils over at times. And, but like I said, we do love each other. So that's never been in doubt. Right. She's, um, my mom's currently, well, you're on this, you're on this new spiritual journey, you know, with astrology and things. Um, and we had a conversation last week. What was that conversation like for you? If you want to share with people. Which one? I'm trying to remember which one it was. Um, it was, it was when, it was when, you know, we had an honest, open conversation. What I want to explain to people, if you understand astrology, our charts don't really match. Like my mom and me, we're not even opposites attract type stuff. (laughs) We're like square in our charts. So it's very hard. It's very difficult to, when I say something, she'll interpret it differently. When she says something, I'll interpret it differently. It's just, we don't get along. I've heard her have conversations with other people. And I'm so happy that she does because we just don't. It's just like, oh my God, it doesn't really, we don't really, we connect on a certain level, like mother, daughter, but in terms of everything else, we really don't in that aspect. Um, But we were able to have an open, honest conversation. I was able to present, you know, what she's done, whether good or bad. And she was able to tell me what she's working on with herself um, and I, you know, also, you know, present what, you know, I worked on and why I react certain ways at times and the reasons why. So I just wanted you to share what that conversation was like. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, I apologize um, because I realize a lot of things that I've done in the past um, and then try to, instead of apologizing for it, I was trying to justify my actions. So um, I came to the realization that that wasn't the proper thing to do. And if you want someone to forgive you, then you have to be, well, I had to be more um, more apologetic and not try to justify my actions. So that's what I was, I was doing in the past, justifying my actions. And then, um, like I said, came to the realization that that's, that's just not the proper thing to do when you've, um, you know, when you've made mistakes or hurt someone in the past. Um, But yeah, as I stated before, you know, just um, anger and um, wrath and lower self behavior would, um, the carnal, the carnal self would take control, the flesh and we're always trying to put off the things of the flesh and that's why in the uh, circle seven the holy um quran it it states that that's why man lost 
his um his estate because he wanted to gratify lower self. And even though he said he's going to regain it, but he must do it in a conflict, which cannot be told in words, he's going to suffer many temptations and um, trial, tribulations, manifold. So people, myself included, are going to go through certain things. And um, even though our, our astrology charts don't match, I don't, I feel as though there aren't any mistakes. I feel as though you was meant to be here when you came here. And, um, and that's right now because we're on a physical plane, but I believe spiritually you can rise above anything because the Biblios Heliotech, which some people refer to as the Holy Bible, which is the sun book, the fire book, it, it calls us God. And it says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Now, if we're, you know, if, if, if God is, is good, then the goodness that's on the inside should be manifested through us. And that's, that's the point I'm trying to get to. I'm trying to get higher self to be, um, I'm trying to reach that pinnacle of the perfected man. So I want to ascend to that place and um sometimes lower self just don't want to <laughs> let go but that that's my choice that I have to I have to uh, allow well I have to put that under subjection right <clears throat> I'm actually I'm just a bit a bit choked up because you do you want to I don't know you want to have a harmonious relationship with your mom at all times or your parent at all times and vice versa. And I'm not saying I had, I didn't have a bad life. You know, my mom didn't make, she did the best she could um, with what she had and what she was dealing with. Like I, I admit that was a lot. So I'm not going to ask for any more of that. And like I said, what I had to realize too, is, you know, the appreciation that I did have for her. Like I said, she was always there, but it's just those you know, those times, like you said, you have those moments and vice versa with me. I had to examine myself too. <clears throat> and like she said, sometimes I'll pick out, I'll pick out stuff. And what I was trying to explain to her is that it was kind of like a trigger for me from, you know, certain things that have happened, you know, so it's bit rebuilding, rebuilding trust. Um, and also not reacting because I had, have a tendency to react sometimes, you know, when it comes to, um, to that experience, but you do sometimes you wish you had, you know, better, a better relationship with your mom. I just think, like I said, I think we've just been around each other for so many years. And like I said, she's been my, she's been my caretaker as well. Cause I've been, you know, the sickly one, um, throughout the years, but, I do still remember a lot of good memories as well. Um, and she does deserve credit. Uh, and certainly for that, you know, like I said, I think, I think people go through a lot in their own lives as well. And, you know, what do you have to say about that? I think, like you said, because I have been your caretaker and because I have gone through a lot of situations with you, a lot of sicknesses with you, and because you are older and sometimes I may 
say something or point something out and you may see that as being controlling because mm -hmm. granted i i get that you want and as you should and you do you have control over your own life but it's not the fact that i'm being controlling it's the fact that i don't want to see you suffer anymore so that's where i be coming from i be coming from a place of um a place of concern and caring and empathy which you think I don't have at times, but that's my way of showing. Everybody shows their their love in certain in a different way. Everybody love is love. Period. There's you know, um, is is not is not um, subjective. It's, it's just it's just love. But and I think it comes across as that. As you stated, because of our child, sometimes the communication, maybe I don't communicate it as well, or there's some type of miscommunication, and it may come across as I'm trying to control your life, which I am not. And that's the, that's the last thing that, um, that I'm trying to do, because I do want you to, you know, I want you to have a, a healthy, healthy life. I don't want to see you sick, and I want to see, you know, see you move on with your, um, as you are with your life right and it's not that oh she's my caretaker and i get irritated with her that's not it like i'm talking about like this is this episode is basically to help people who have ups and downs with their family or have experienced turmoil to maybe you know have the guts to have a conversation so it's not like oh i'm i was unappreciative or anything like that i'm talking about experiences throughout life in um you know, what, what we've both experienced that I'm not going to go into like all the details of, you know, but it's, it's been tumultuous. It's been tumultuous at times, but it's also been good at times. So I'm just sharing like the ups and downs and, and how, even though you may love your parent and vice versa, a parent may love their child. It's not all daisies and, and roses all the time, you know, especially when communication styles are different and things of that that nature you know like I said we have different charts whereas I like I said I have a bit her empathy is well I'll just I'll just share who is it my cousin for example my emotions are the opposite of his sun sign so he when he talks to me he speaks to my emotions so I'm able we don't really have that sort of like tuggle if we do have a disagreement I'll speak he'll listen he'll listen I'll speak it's less of like projecting and I when me and my mom speak it's more of a projection and then it's like well no and then it becomes like it's it's just a different kind of communication style and then it's like well what was all this for kind of thing <laughs> so it becomes yeah. tiring yeah it does it it really does it come becomes tiring and frustrating because i'm the type of person where i don't i have a tendency i don't point out everything if something bothers me if it if it gets to the point to where i, I can't take it anymore then i might may some say something but if it's something that i don't like that you may do and I see that maybe uh, maybe you're having a bad day or whatever I'm not going to mention it whereas you're different because you're more you know you 
you want resolution right then and there and it has to be addressed right then and there. And see, I'm different because I, and that is, that is a class that does cause mm-hmm. um, friction. It really does because of the two different styles. But yeah. as you stated with your cousin, one, um, two, two, the two different styles can complement each other. But mm-hmm. with ours, it, <laughs> it doesn't complement each other all the time. Because I'm the, like I said, I'm the type of person, sometimes I'll be like, just sometimes if I make a mistake or whatever, just let it go. That's me. Just let it go. Don't, I don't need you to point it out all the time. I don't need to be told, you know, like there's, there's a scripture that says, you know, don't try to take the, the, the moat out of my eye and, you know, you got a beam in yours, you know, I'm working on me, you work on you. And that's the way I feel sometimes. So. Right. But see, I always take the moat out of my own eye. Like for instance, I'll feel I'm the type of person if I'm trying to, I don't really care how I'm looked at. If I'm working, like I'll say, I'll say, Ooh, I'm kind of in a bitchy mood today. Let me get my, you know, let me get my, um, let me go outside. Let me journal. Let me do a workout. Let me figure out why I'm in a bitchy mood, kind of, you know, kind of thing. So it's not that I'm looking at other people and saying, oh, what are they doing? You know, why are they doing that? Again, I think that's how it's being looked at. I'm the type of person to, it's like, I feel like I have to be, I feel like I have to be able to trust people and you know, there's been experiences between the both of us where I feel like if you're doing something that reminds me of what you did before, it's like, okay, let's resolve this because I, I hope you're not going to do the same thing you did before, you know? So it's not me trying to start an argument or picking, but see, that's how you kind of look at it. So you see, we don't see the same thing. Me, I just be wanting to feel like, oh, okay, we can get along. And you kind of think that I'm trying to argue, I think. And that's where it goes to clashing. Yeah. Yeah. Because And even if it did get to the point to where, you know, there was a disagreement, okay, state your point and then let it go. But sometimes there's a tendency to just continue it and to go on and on and on and then bring up all the stuff from the past. And just like, um, you know, the Erica Badu song, Bag Lady, you know, if you hold on to a lot of all that stuff that that's that happened in the past, especially if somebody apologized and then they're striving, striving to be different and somebody's constantly bringing up, you know, all this the stuff from the past. I mean, if you continue to hold on to that, if that stuff is going to weigh, you know, it's going to it's going to weigh anybody down, I'm not saying you in particular, but it will weigh anybody down. And that's why I, I'm, you know, in this, whatever, in this journey, not whatever, but in this journey, I try to think on, um, you know, certain things because it says as a man think of in his heart, so is he. So I want to think on things that are true and honest and just and pure and lovely and, and then put out positive, positive um, affirmations and, you know, because it says we're the light of the world, we're the salt of the earth, we're the city that's set on a hill which cannot be hid, mm-hmm. you know. So and and our light is supposed to shine. So and I that's what I want. I want my light to shine and and I know that, you know, the the garb of the 
flesh just don't want to let go but it's it's not that it has it doesn't have control over me so i have to continue to um use the 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 as they say the carpenter's tools to to chisel and to to cut away and to to measure so that i can be this symmetrical and like it says you know on that 12-step ladder ascend to the pinnacle and let that that perfected person be built. So that's that's my that's my goal, and 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 it has to do a lot with you know with me and how I handle stuff. And sometimes I don't handle stuff, handle things um, the way I should. So I do I take responsibility for that. And 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 it says the tongue is an unruly member. You can use the tongue to destroy and you can use the tongue to create. And I'd really choose to use my tongue to declare and proclaim and to create and to encourage and to uplift fallen humanity and not to, to tear down and destroy someone. So that's not what I, I wanna do. Right, when you said that that's good, um, letting your light so shine. When you said about emotional baggage with me, I don't hold on to stuff. I just, it's, if someone's doing the same behavior, I'm not going to be stupid and forget the, the other behavior, you know, it's just, I'm not focusing on the other behavior, but it's, it's a recall to memory. There's no, I don't hold on to anything. Like but once people, once people are gone from my life, I'm not saying you, but once people are gone from my life, I don't hold on to what they did. I just know that they're not good for me. It's impossible. If you look at my chart, it's Im impossible for me to hold on to certain things because of a square that I have. I could go from, you know, I could go from, oh, we're friends to, oh, they they betrayed me or they backstabbed me or they did anything and then just kind of be like, okay, well, they're, they're, this person's not good. I don't really have any emotions towards it. It's just, I know that that's not good. So I don't hold on to anything. I lighten my load, you know? It's just if something is triggering or whatnot. What were you gonna say? No, well, that's, that's good. That's yeah. good because um, um, sometimes if, when people say things and you react, then they become the master and you become the slave. So, you know, so um, that's what I'm, I want to get to the point to where I'm master because it says Islam, I, I self law and master. And I'm, like I said, I want to get to that. I want to get to that point. It's not about religion or anything like that. It's about mastering yourself and not being a slave to anything or anyone so someone can say whatever it's up to me how I react to it and it's up to me how I handle it and and I have to give an account for what I say and what I do and and that's the way I I look at it right well, that's, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. Making, yeah. um, you know, ego, 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 ego is, uh, you know, ego wants to control and ego is what gets hurt a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. So, but if you be like, okay, that's ego, ego is, 
I'm not going to allow, allow that because you didn't hurt me. You hurt, you know, the ego was hurt. So an ego, I choose not to, that is not a part of me. But if you want to make it a part of you, then, you know, it's going to be like, oh, you hurt my feelings or whatever. And um, when in actuality, if you have, you know, not you, but me, if when I have uh, control and like I said, when I master certain, certain behaviors, then I, I should know how to conduct myself in a, um, in an, in an honorable and in a way to where I will attract what I want. And if I don't want anger and if I don't want wrath, then I, I can't keep putting those types of that type of energy because everything is energy vibration and rhythm I don't want to put that that energy that type of negative energy because I see it as negative I don't want to put that negative energy out there so I'm I'm like I said I'm continue to to um use the carpenter's tools and use the, the uh putting off the old and putting on the the new that's what I gotta do yeah. Would you say that you had rage towards me? I don't say, I wouldn't say it was, <laughs> I wouldn't say it was rage, but I think I let the, um, I let the, uh, the flesh, I let the flesh take control at times and, um, get angry. But with me, I just, I'll, I'll say what I have to say. And then I'll move. I I'm the type of person I'll say what I have to say, and I'll move on. But this that comes with communication as well. That's yeah. you know throat chakra issue because I should be able to communicate without using anger or without being um you know using certain words and certain certain uh, phrases. I should be able to use my throat chakra in a in a more efficient manner to communicate what I want to say. So that's also something. Right. And I'm also accountable as well. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh God. No, that's I said. That's also something I have to work on. No. And I'm also account. Lapis lazuli will help since you like crystals. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Amazonite too. And Labradorite. Oh, okay. Oh, I need them all, huh? Yeah. I'm also, I'm also, um, in calcite, they just gave me something else. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm also accountable, you know, for how I reacted, you know, I've apologized also, but how I reacted to the reaction <laughs> is, yeah, as well, yeah. you know, I'm not going to sit up here and be like, you know, obviously you're admitting, you know, how you re how you spoke to me or whatever you've done. Um, but as well, you know, I'm not going to sit here and play the victim because that gets no one anywhere. Um, however, I'm just going to say, you know, I take accountability too for how I reacted because I reacted back, you know, out of anger as well. And again, that's with astrology as well. I have heavy Scorpio in my chart and Pluto is a slow moving planet. So whereas, you know, and my mom knows this. So I'm talking to the audience now, even though we, we both are anyways, but <laughs> she knows this, that 
if I'm friends with someone and all of the stuff that a friend did that she has done and vice versa, all that I've done with her that someone else might've done to her, we wouldn't be speaking because that's my chart. You know, I don't like, um, I don't like the stuff, you know, I don't, I wouldn't like that if I was actually friends with this person, but due to the fact that she's my mother, you know, I've elevated too in that area because I learned how to forgive, you know, and I'm still learning more in that aspect. It's not that I'm holding on. It's just the fact that it kind of left me in a, oh, well, what do I want to do with this kind of situation? Whereas if it was a friend, oh, that's a no brainer. Like you would get cut off so fast, but I can't do that with my mom. You know, um, it all depends on what she did. Like I've, I've told some clients that you need to cut off your mom for certain things that they've done because, you know, it, it all depends on the parent. Um, however, you got to weigh the experiences. You have to weigh the good times. You have to weigh the bad times when it comes to a parent versus a friend. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, I would, I would think so. Yeah, yeah. My, so I said some, oh, certain people handle things, handle things differently. Um, I'm the type of person to where if I can communicate something to someone, for example, if I say, you know, can we have a, um, may we have a, um, an open conversation, and then I share how I feel, and they share how if there was a situation and they share how they felt and we came to some type of um, mutual resolution or resolve and and then I'm I'm good with that you know I don't just as long as that person doesn't continue uh, certain behaviors and you know but I feel like if we if we can communicate and if I was wrong I would apologize and vice versa but um, I guess I'm not one to, unless it's absolutely necessary to totally cut someone off because I know this is a, this is a, um, this is a process, mm -hmm. you know, and we, we're all in certain, certain phases in our journey and on our path. And I know somehow we're all connected, whether we like it or not, but um, it says no man live until himself, but everything is, um, is bound by cords to every other living thing, you know, so we're tied together on this earth plane. And my goal is to achieve what I have to on this earth plane while I'm here so that, and, you know, I don't want to violate the laws of nature. I don't want to violate universal law. I don't want to violate, you know, the laws of the creator. And I don't want to violate the laws that's within this, um, this, this temple. So, and when I do, I'm defiling my temple. That's what I'm doing. Cause every cell in my body is being affected in a negative manner. So I'm doing disservice. I'm doing a disservice and it's no one else doing it. I can't blame anyone else for it. It's me. It's me and only me. Um, so I'm doing a disservice to myself, my cells. So I have to keep that in the forefront 
and remember and remember that. Exactly. That's a great realization. Well, that was the conversation on that front between me and my mom and how, you know, her experience with me with Marcel and our experience, you know, with each other. But I did want you to talk about Gany and just, you know, basically share what you wanted to share, because I know you wanted to um, talk about her because you were her caretaker as as well, um, which was also, you know, I know a lot on you dealing with, you know, me when I was sick. And also with her when she was sick, although it was not, and I repeat, although it was not a burden at all, that was not a burden at all, but I know it was hard. What I'm saying, I know it was hard to see that. So I just want you to share, you know, your experience with that, your, whatever experience you want to say about your mom, how she raised you, whatever. Okay. And just for the, for the public, I am publicly, sincerely, honorably, humbly apologizing to you again for everything. There's no justification for my behavior, for the the words that were said, for my uh, sharp tongue, which was used to cut and to bruise and to harm, um, because that's what it says, the lower self. The lower self, it, it does things to harm, and I don't want to do that. Um, because I'm, 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 that's not what I'm here to do. So, and especially, you know, to someone that I say that I love. So, um, I sincerely do apologize and I trust that you, um, accept it. Thank you, mom. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. So, (laughs) um, so talking about my mother, um, what I remember about my mother, my mother, she, she raised 10 children primarily by herself um, because when we, when I was, I believe one or two, my father, he, he passed away. So my mother, she, um, and she had other children after, she had four more children after that, but she, um, she raised all of us by herself and my mother I what I remember my mother as um she was this strong caring sincere person and we grew up in the projects as a lot of um, large families did and so she worked every day cleaning cleaning houses and um, I'm just give you uh, an example of my mother's character. Um, one day she let me go to work with her and she was cleaning this house. And she told me to go upstairs and dust, dust off the, um, the furniture. So this house was huge, right? So I went upstairs and um, of course, you know, I'm looking in the drawers as I'm dusting and all this change is in the drawer. So I said, wow. I said, okay, I had already saved up $4.80. I said, all I need is 20 more cents and I'll have $5. So I took two dimes out of the drawer and I put it in my pocket. And um, and I continued to dust off the furniture. And so we're going to the bus stop, me and my mom, and the day is over. 
And so she hear the two dimes jingling in my pocket and she knew I didn't have any, any um, change or any funds on me. So she said, what's that in your pocket? So I said, oh, <laughs> there's nothing else <laughs> I can say now because <laughs> I'm caught now. So she said, you took, did you take that change out of the drawer? So I said, yes, I just needed two dimes. She got so upset with me. She said, you're going to take that back. She took it. She said, you're going to put it back. And because you did that, you're not allowed to come back to work. I mean, that was, <laughs> I was so excited to be able to go with her to see what she did. I mean, I was just happy to be there. And, um, but that was her character. She was an honest person, even though I don't think they would have missed the two dimes. That, that wasn't the point. I'm like, they're not going to miss it. They had all this change. <laughs> but that was her character. She was an honest, um, upright woman. And she, we didn't have a lot, but she always made sure that we ate and we was never hungry. And whenever um, other uh cousins would stop by we had these group of cousins they were the triplets they were loud and boisterous you know they would a lot of times they would be you know full of the spirits <laughs> wines and spirits so but she would always she would always give them something to eat knowing that you know she didn't have a lot but that's the type of person that she was and she couldn't continue to be that way throughout her life and that's how I remember her to be she was you know always concerned about the next person and what I could um say about me and that's why when she did get sick and she needed my help I was more than happy to do it because throughout my mother sacrificed her whole life for her children and she loved all of her children and um even her grandchildren um so when she got sick uh she had congestive heart failure and then um she broke her she broke her wrist so then no wait yeah she broke her she broke her wrist so then she was kind of, you know, bedridden. Then I think a week later, she broke her hip. No, it, I don't, I can't remember what, you, either way, yeah. it was within a week's time. So yeah. now she's bedridden. And my mother is the type of person she always did for herself. I mean, every weekend, me and Avishai, we would go out to my mother's house and we would spend the whole Saturday. That was our routine. We would go to the mall. We would go to the grocery store. We would yep. just, and then we would go out to eat. I mean, or we would go over to my mom's house and, you know, she would cook something. That was our routine every Saturday. And we were, we would, we would consistently do that. So my mother was always one to take care of herself. Um, so when she got to that point, she, she didn't want to live like that. And it was difficult to see her like that, even though she, and she, she was still laughing when she was in the hospital, when she broke her wrist. I mean, she was in there laughing. This is the type of person <laughs> she was. 
this is how strong my mother was. And she, she laid the foundation for our family. She laid the foundation of strength. She laid the foundation of unity. She laid the foundation of love. She mm -hmm. laid the foundation of truth. You know, she was a peaceful woman. Very. She didn't like arguing or anything along those natures, that nature. And this is the type of person she was. So, you know, I miss her. Um, I love, I hated to see her suffer. I think that was the worst part of it all, but we would have fun when I would go and stay with her. And she was, um, she was more mo mobile, you know, we would sit and we would laugh and she would share stories about her childhood. And of course, well, her, not of course, but her childhood was, it wasn't the best childhood, um, yeah. you know, and she would share those stories. And I think that's why she left home when she was 18, my mother got married when she was 18 because she wanted to get away from where the life that she was living. Right. Um, so, you know, but I, I had a, um, I had a, 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 an excellent example of a mother. And even when I had, you know, had you, Avishai, um, mm -hmm. I stayed, I stayed out to my mother's and she, you know, she was my caretaker at the time. And she was showing me, she's like, okay, this is what this, cause this is my first and only child. So I ain't know what to do. I mean, I had <laughs> little brothers and sisters, but you know, I wasn't, you know, he wasn't bathing when it was a little tiny baby, but he wasn't tiny, but. <laughs> now it's 11 pounds, 11 ounces. <laughs> but she's, you know, she showed me what to do and she gave me sound advice. Um, she said, okay now when it was time for me to go go home she said okay I'm gonna tell you this is what you do before you before the baby get up you make sure you get up before you take care of yourself you get yourself situated so when she's up you know then you can tend to her as opposed to you know vice versa so um, and I took that advice and that was the best advice because you know when if there there was a couple of times when you know you will wake up before I had a chance to do anything and all day long you think oh, I gotta get a bath you know I gotta get a bath should you know so um that type of you know the information and then how she she just she she was just a caring loving person and she she was a disciplinary but like I said every I can count on my hands how many times I got um a spank and not saying that I wasn't mischievous or getting and doing stuff that I shouldn't have been doing the thing is I just didn't get caught but the times I did get caught <laughs> I was disciplined um for it as, as a result but it was nothing it wasn't you know what you would call abuse or whatever it's just okay you're not you going outside the the boundaries and I want to just reel you back in it was that type of it was that type of discipline so and but I it was um it was out of love because after that you know she'd be like okay now come get something to eat you know <laughs> 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 but um but I just wanted to you know share that story about my mother because um she she was just and I think about her often like if sometimes if I have a I don't have too many aches and pains but it's sometimes you know like 
uh, and I'll be 65 and my mother was 89, but she, my mother was, she was doing stuff up until what she was like 85. I mean, even past that. Um, I said, dad, I said, dad, mommy, she was, she was strong. Cause she, yeah. she was, you know, she was still doing stuff. She was doing all this stuff at, at her age and having all those children you know, she just, she just was a woman of strength. And that's how I saw her. I saw her as a woman of strength. And um, I just hope, you know, our family don't forget what the foundation that she laid for all of us. You know, we have our differences um, in the family. And, um, but she, she, she she was a she was a an excellent example of what a mother how a mother should raise a family like i said she was the matriarch she was a um a woman of strength even up until the end she was laughing yeah she was laughing she's like you know i'm gonna come home you know the last time when she went to the hospital i was like ma you sure you want to go She's like, yeah, I think I'm a girl, you know, but she was laughing with the, the um, EMT people and, you know, we saw her in the hospital, she was trying to sing and, you know, she was just, um, she just, I just miss her, you know, I miss her and uh, the stuff that she taught me, um, you know, I tried to pass it on because the Bible says, <laughs> it's okay, mom. Take a moment. You know, we should honor. And I, I just hope I did that. We should honor our mother and our father. And, and that's important. That's important. I don't want to, that's the other, I don't want to live my life with regrets and knowing that I didn't do everything that I could have done. So I was, when I was there taking care of her, I, I did what I knew she wanted done. My mother was a clean person. She liked stuff clean. And when she couldn't do it, I knew that bothered her. So while she was there, I remember one day we was in her room. She was lying in the bed and she was looking out the window and I could see her looking at a spot on the window. I said, Ma, I'm going to go outside because she lived on a lower level. I'm going to go outside and I'm going to wash that window because <laughs> I see you looking at it. And I know you don't want your, you don't like, she would wash her windows, the curtains. She, my mother's just a clean, um, and she taught us to be that way. So I went outside, I cleaned the window inside and out. I wiped off the windowsill. You know, I did these types of things for her. I made sure her room was clean because that's what made her feel comfortable. She, when she knew her house was clean, she knew I was coming over there to clean. And she, and that made her feel better. So that made me feel better because that made her feel better. So we're here to help. You know, it's not about me. It's not about, you know, yeah, I am to work on myself, to be a better person mm -hmm. so that I can, 
you know, do my purpose and help other people, but not just to be, you know, oh, it's all about me. I'm just working on me to help me. And I'm not going to help anybody. No, we're here to help people. Because like I said, we're all connected. And um, we should first and foremost be loving. And so, like I said, I apologize because there's times in my life that I have not been loving. So, and I should be, I should be loved, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So well, I just I, wanted to share that. And I just want, I want to give props to my nieces who have, who have, have um, children. I see them, how they're raising their children. They're good mothers. And, you know, they're raising their children in a, in a positive way. So big. Yeah. They're excellent big, mothers. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Big hand clap to, you know, Chelsea, Brandy. Um, I'm forgetting anybody. Um, Kimmy, um, you know, and to my my sisters who, you know, I just want to just respect my family, my sisters, you know, who who helped me, who helped shape me, who helped guide me. Um, Even my twin sister, even though she's a little older, but she always acted older. She, um, she, she, you know, I looked up to her because she was, she, she knew way more than I did. She was way more advanced in worldly things. And I, I would always go to her for, um, um, answers. And of course I had my sister, Deborah, who passed away. And I still have my oldest sister, Barbara, who's a pastor, who's a wonderful pastor, you know, mm-hmm. faithful, um, Oh man, giving, loving, you yeah. know, this, I have, I have, I had good examples, but my mother and I, my brothers, don't let me forget my brothers and my sister, Terry, I don't want to forget about her. Um, my, um, my, 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 my bed buddy, <laughs> we shared the <a> bed <laughs> together. Um, when you were younger. Brothers. Yes. When we were younger and my brother, my sister-in-law, um, Margaret, like I said, I, I just love my family. Like I said, my mother was the matriarch and she laid the foundation. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's a, a, a saying, it says a nation, I, I'm trying to, let me, I'm paraphrasing. A nation can rise no higher than its woman. So the woman is the matriarch. So, oh, and, and she's when, um, uh, when um Isaac's wife who was it uh Rebecca and you know God told her he had you have two you have two uh forms of nation in your womb so the women are the nation builders so and that's who my mother was she built the nation she definitely did she definitely did I'm so glad you you brought her up. There's no one like her that, you know, Gani, which I refer to her as Gani is very special. And um, she'll, she'll always be special to me. Yeah. Yeah. She, she really will. will be. Even if like you brought up, you know, us going to the mall, us going out to eat, certain things that you know, she just taught me and I'm sure taught other people how to be peaceful and how to embrace your peace 
and what you need to feel at peace with yourself. Like you said, she knew that that environment for her was not good. So she left when she was younger. It's like she already knew innately she followed her path to what would make her feel peaceful in life, Mm -hmm. you know? And I remember those days and that's how I pattern my life now. You know, I take time out for self-care. You know, when I do um, go shopping, which is not, you know, I'm a minimalist. I don't go too often. You know what I mean? But when I do, I think of her and I'm like, this is what my, this is how I was raised. This is what my grandmother did. You know, it brings up good memories or if I'm cooking or whatever. So I pattern my life, especially, you know, at 31 going on 32 after that you know yeah i i find the peace in life yeah and i put that first definitely so she was a gift so i think i thank you for introducing me to your mom <laughs> who's my grandmother who is a gift to me definitely yeah yeah now yeah. miss b yeah beatrice is her <laughs> her name I always thought she was rich when we were little I always thought she was rich I was like my grandmother is rich I don't know for whatever reason because she's she she stayed by the she stayed by the this lake I was like when I went to like when I was talking to people I was like yeah my grandmother she stays by the river and when I go over there you know we go shopping you know I thought she was rich I was like well we go shopping and out to eat and she stays by this lake and she you know she stayed at a condo and it was always neat and we always had big lunches so I'm like okay so she's rich as a child this is what I thought always remember the food uh-huh i thought auntie barbara was rich too i was like oh she takes us to the pavilion and song haze and we get our nails done every week my family is rich <laughs> getting our nails done at 10 but yeah mm-hmm. yeah you can be rich in more than one way as opposed to you know so-called money fiat yeah yeah definitely yeah but yeah well I thought you were too because you worked at Aetna (laughs) you know it was just in my probably like you said I looked at being taken care of you know and having you know my the needs met or whatever as being rich as a child right yeah right yeah 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 oh Uh, well thank you you're welcome i just wanted to share and like i said i just want to give shout out to the family you know if i forgot anybody nephews nieces um i love them all you know and like i said my mother she laid the foundation and she has you know grandchildren great grandchildren great 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 you know kind of lose track sometimes but um she 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 was the matriarch and is still is yeah she still is she still lives yeah 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 and she's she still speaks (laughs) (laughs) yep she does so well thank you so much for coming on the show again mom you're always welcome to come on and i'm sure you know what you said and this conversation will help so many people whether they're grieving or whether they have problems in families, whatever, maybe it'll 
bring healing, you know, to people. So, yeah. 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 Well, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. And like I said, I hope it does. You know, I trust that it will encourage someone and, and you know, even people that are having um, disagreements with their uh, loved ones. Hopefully from here on, you know, we can begin to mend and be more loving to each other which we will be I know we will be yeah um, and you know and to those that have may have lost a loved one and you know just know that life I mean nothing ever really dies in nature so yeah they just move on to a different realm yeah yeah So if you want to get in contact with my mom, I'll put her info in the show notes. Um, she's all about holistic health and wellness. She's also listening ear, you know, to provide you with solutions. Should you be, you know, dealing with this kind of thing, you know, during her coaching sessions, of course, you know, not just, you know, messaging her, <laughs> um, but during the, you know, coaching sessions and things, she can certainly help with that. All right. So everyone have an unfiltered day and I'll see you next week. <laughs>